because you're not the master of you outside of God, of course. If you're not the master of you, then something, someone, um, some, like I said, something is mastering some emotion, um, some business, some friend or family, some um, bad mental habit. Something is mastering you if you are not the master of you. Um, and, and, you know, our experience is saying God is, is my head of my life. God should be the uh, master over everything that you do in your plans, your purpose, everything. But outside of that, who's mastering you or what is mastering um, I have to sit down and take a look at that myself um, just on uh, last night because I realized that there were some things, even since my childhood, that were mastering um, And my, the master was actually emotion. And um, it was the need to be like. The need to be celebrated um, has been mastering my life for a while. Um, and it was, like like I said, since I turned 30, there's so many things that I haven't revealed to me about myself. Things that I developed from childhood, things that I developed from relationships in my life, things that I've developed just from um, going through certain things and different shootings in my life. And one of those things was, I realized I was raised to please other people. Um, and I don't think that it was consciously done. Um, it's like with, with, with our kids, right, if you have kids. You teach your kids that the way you make your parents proud is you do good in school, you know. You do good in school, you bring home good grades, show me that what I've invested in you was worth something. Make me proud. That was it definitely in my day was hey, you want to make your family proud. You want to make the people who help you, love you, who are there for you, you want to make them proud. And it's so funny because even now, like, as being a parent, being a mom, I really try to be careful of what I'm instilling in my kids because everything that you instill to your kids, and if you have multiple kids, affects each kid differently, right? And you don't know how they're interpreting something you may be genuinely trying to teach them from a um, a, a very um, pure state. You're trying to teach them a lesson. You know, nothing wrong with the lesson of, hey, make, make the people who, who care about you and who invest in you make them proud. But it is a problem where the master of your life or what controls you is making other people proud, is making other people happy, not yourself, you know, not making sure you're happy with your decisions, make sure that you, at the end of the day, go to sleep knowing that you made the best decision and that it makes you happy. The, the perception or the mentality, better a better word would be the mentality was, you live to make other people proud. And for me, that took a deeper or a deeper um, uh, uh, series of meanings for me because all my life I work to make other people happy. And I'm one of those type of people, I don't like people to be unhappy with me. I don't like people to have issues with me. I don't like people to feel some type of way about me. 
uh, I've come to realize, like, I'm a people pleaser. Like, I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to hate me. Like, I'm used to, uh, in high school, like, junior high, and I got like, junior high and elementary school. I want everybody to be my friend. I don't want to make anybody upset. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. And I was down in my adult life, um, like, just last night, I was realizing, like, <laughs> the first time I was speaking to uh, which is my husband, he's like, when you're a child, you do childish things. But as you get older, you put up your childish things. And that was something from my childhood that had carried itself all the way up into my adulthood of trying to get everybody to like me. And so, and inadvertently, people, I mean, the emotion of wanting to be liked and wanting to be accepted and wanting everybody to just, you know, love me and like me and don't, I don't find nothing wrong with me. And everything I do is, is like, I'm not trying to be malicious. That's the and that emotion, that mental um, programming that was put inside of me when I was a kid, has had become, had become my master <laughs> to to my adult life. And it's like, as a kid, that was okay. You know, it was okay to work to please my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my family members, my grandfather, people that I really, really cared about, and that you know, really had high hopes for me. As a as a adolescent, that's okay. As an adult, it's not okay. Because what happens is that emotion controls you. And before you know it, now you are being controlled by that emotion. You're being controlled by other people's reactions to you. Right? You have allowed how people feel about you, what people say about you, what people think about you, control how you feel about um, and And now you're looking for some type of validation from people to do what makes you happy. So it's funny how you can learn something as a child that becomes a hindrance when you're an adult. And so I think definitely that's why the Bible has that scripture. And that's why at some point in time you have to mature and start to make decisions for yourself and mature and start to decipher what served me maybe five years ago is not serving me now. Um, it's so funny because um, I used to say, and I still feel like I'm a survivor. Like, I'm a survivor. I'm going to survive no matter what. I've been through so many things in my life, and I'm going to survive. But I hit a point in my life where being in survival mode was hindering my now of who I am. It was like, it's good that I have survival skills. But at some point in time, you survive. <laughs> right? Like, at some point in time, you survive. So then, what next? You have to develop a new skill of sustaining or of now um, multiplying what you have. It's like I was so stuck in survival mode um, for like a good five years or so of my life. I was survival mode, survival mode, survival mode. And didn't realize, okay, you survived. Okay? So now you have to come up out of that. And what's next? What other things have been developing? What other, what's the next step? What's the next level? And that's the thing about um, allowing um, things to, to control you, allowing other people or emotions to be your puppet master, is that um, it doesn't serve you. And as you continue to grow, you don't want to continue to have these that maybe, like I said, as a kid and maybe in your in your younger years, 
it was good for you, but now it's time to cut those strings. And so I found myself, uh, even in my adult life, you know, looking for acceptance and looking for people to like me and don't have a problem with me and, oh, my God, celebrate what I have going on so much so that I wasn't celebrating what I had going on. Like, if, if I didn't have that raw, raw tear corner, if I didn't have these people, you know, um, applauding for me when it was showtime because I've been controlled by this emotion, and so this emotion puts on a show, and if they're not applauding at the show, then I don't feel like I've done well, and I don't feel like I've made it, and I don't feel like I've done good. And it was, it was, it comes to a point where I'm like, these drinks, this atmosphere, this thing no longer serves when I was a kid, and and I did things and got praised for them, that was good for me. It built my self-confidence. But somewhere it became tainted to where now um, I was looking for validation through this emotion that's not good. I'm looking for an emotion that's controlling me to give me something that it cannot and allowing it to be my puppet master. Um, and... And, and now looking for a cheer corner and looking for, uh, you know, this, this group to accept me or looking for accolades from things that it doesn't really matter. You get to a point where if what you do makes you happy, that's enough. You're not a performer. You don't need to put on a show. You're not a puppet. You don't just get pulled out when it's showtime. You have to become free and and the story of, you know, you, you know, kid free and, and things like that. You have to become free and, and cut the strings of whatever is controlling Because you're not a puppet. You're not only good for when it's showtime, and then when showtime's over, you put back into the box. And by allowing this emotion, this, this programmed emotion to control me, I'm looking for other people and listen to other people to cheer me on or to validate. And it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy because you could be doing absolutely great. And because you're looking for the raw, raw corner that's not there, then you diminish what you have going on. And even the last night I was like, you know, it's kind of it's a slap in my God face to for him to do something so great in your life and be doing so many good things. And because people are not applauding you or people are not accepting you, then you throw away this amazing talent, gift, opportunity, moment that God is giving you in the trash because of people. And what I've learned is is that some people won't celebrate you and some people won't be there for you and some, some whatever, family, whoever, whatever, won't because they have a problem with you, or they're jealous about it, or they wish it was them, or they have a problem within themselves that it doesn't celebrate somebody else, or it doesn't, um, um, it's not there for somebody else. Like, it, it most of the time has nothing to do with you, but I'm learning and have learned in my walk of life that everybody's not going to celebrate you, and everybody's not going to rah-rah you on, and everybody's not going to be on your chair, and that's that was a hard lesson for me because I wanted everybody to like me because I wanted everybody to um, just accept me, and I wanted to be accepted, and I wanted to be a part of everything, and I wanted to be a part of this and that, and learning to stand on your own feet and learning to 
to have security within yourself. So the other emotion that can control you in that and that could be a controlling factor is your insecurity. You know, because you're insecure uh, about who you are and where you are in your life, then that controls you and now you don't feel the way you should feel about who you are and what you've done. And there's so many things that can be your master. If they could be people, it could be emotion. Mine for me is an emotion. An emotion that's controlling me to look for these things and to, to react certain ways and, um, you know, not feel good about myself. It's an emotion. But your master could be just people. Like, there's somebody in your life controlling your moves and dictating what you do and what you don't do. Whether it's sometimes, and sometimes it's a parent. It's like, you know, this the, the person you look up you look up to the most, or the person that you want to make the proudest. Uh, they're controlling your actions because if they don't feel like you've done good, or if they don't feel like what you've done is good enough, then now you're reacting off that. And so you have to be careful that you don't have the master. The only master over your life is God and you. You control how you feel about yourself. You control how you feel about what you've done and how far you've come. You control what is an accomplishment and what isn't. You control how you um, do your business and what business ventures you go on. Nothing wrong with getting opinions, but when the opinions of people outweigh your opinion and what you feel like is the right thing to do and what you feel like is the best thing to do, then there's a problem. And that master is controlling your destiny. And how and why would we want to leave our destiny in the hands of a person who doesn't even have control over their destiny, who doesn't even have control over their emotions, who doesn't even have control over their decisions and what they feel like is good, right, wrong, and indifferent, who is still trying to figure out their own lives. Why give that power away to somebody else who doesn't even have all of their things together? It's not worth it. So if you listen to this and you have a master, or just go with inside yourself, take some time to sit down and kind of evaluate, do I have a master? Do I have something that's controlling me? Do I have um, an emotion that is, is not serving me now, maybe served me before? That's one big lesson that I'm definitely learning as I continue to grow and live my life is that there's some things that, that you, that I had that served me in one season of my life that absolutely, positively do not serve me in my adult life right now. Do not benefit me. And I have to let those things go. And it's an everyday process. Like I, I can actually say it's like a weekly process of learning and seeing that, oh, geez, like I used to do this all the time, but this is not benefiting me any longer. This does not serve me any longer. And it's like it's like a wake-up call, you know? It's like an epiphany moment. And sometimes, like, you're going through the struggle and the battle in your life and you can't figure out what's wrong. You can't figure out what is holding you back or what is causing you to hit a brick wall. And, and you have only to realize that, oh, my God, you know, I've been doing this. And at one point in time, it was good. But doing a good thing at the wrong time is still wrong. Having a habit, a good habit at the wrong time can ruin everything. So take some time to assess, am I doing something that maybe worked for me in my last season of my life 
and my last venture of my life and my last level of my life that are not serving me now, that is causing me more harm than good. For me, this thing that I've been battling as a child, and it was a battle back then, you know, it served me in good ways when I was younger, and it served me in bad ways when I was younger. But this thing, it, it can no longer be a part of my, my make. It can no longer be, oh, I've battled this since I was a kid. Well, it's like, I had to ask myself, like, Ariana, okay, how long are you going to continue to battle this? Like, you keep saying that. Like, oh, I bought, you know, this has been since I was a kid, since I was a kid. So you're going to continue to let this childish problem affect your adult life? No. It's time to put away this childish um, trait or struggle and move on. You're a full adult now. It's like you are fully capable of moving on from this and saying, hey, you know what? This used to affect me as a kid, but it doesn't affect me now in my adult life. This used to control me when I was in high school or in junior high, but it doesn't control me now. And once you make that decision to say, hey, you know what? This was something that was my master when I was younger, but I'm older now, and it's not now, and I can't allow it to be. You know, your life starts to change. I literally feel like just this morning, like waking up, my life has started to change because I realized, wow, I don't want to be childish. <laughs> like, I don't want to be childish. I don't want to continue to live in a realm that I didn't even like when I was a kid. That's the truth. Like, I didn't even like it when I was a child, and now you're going to let it creep up into your adult life. So, really, today it's about finding the master that controls you. Even if it's just taking the time to make sure that what is the master over you is God in you. Even if it's just taking the small time to assess and say, okay, I'm good. There's there's no, you know, childish thing that's controlling me. There's no... Um, um, ways that are not serving me anymore that I haven't let go of, even if it's just taking an assessment and saying, okay, I'm good. I assessed it. I'm actually in control of my life, and, and good for you, good for you. Like I, if, if that is you and that is your story and you're listening to this and you're like a thousand percent sure, like, no, I'm the master. Like, nobody controls me. I'm not worried about this, that, and the other. There's no family member or Friend, group of friends or emotion that's constantly ruling my life, if you come to that conclusion, like, that is great. That means that you're living your best life, and, you know, this is not your area of work, but if you go through and figure out, like, no, there are things that are controlling me, there are emotions that are controlling me that are not good for me, then assess those things and begin to change. That's the way you grow. That's the way you experience this true freedom that I'm always talking about. Um, and the reason why I created Freedom Writers is because we're constantly assessing and, and seeing where can we grow and where can we make the change and where can we make the difference. And once we figure that out, we make that change and we make that difference. So definitely take the time just today to break the puppet master that's over you if it doesn't serve you. If it's not you and it's not God, it's time to cut the string. It's time to let go of this Pinocchio mentality and experience and experience true freedom outside of these strings that control you. I'm super excited um, that you guys came and listened today, and I hope this really helped somebody because it really helped me. It hit me hard, um, you know, last night and just in, in, in my life, taking these revelations and really, like, 
assessing where I'm at. And this is a good thing. You always assess where you're at. So this is um, what we did today. We talked about the Pinocchio experience and cutting the strings and, and getting your freedom back and getting back in control of you and your life and how you feel about you and what you like and what you don't like and changing those things for the better, but not leaving that in the hands of somebody else. Um, oh, also, I'm super excited. October 6th, I'll be in California. I'll be um, speaking at an event called, um, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry, this left my mind. But I'm speaking at an event um, on October 6th with one of uh, one of my great friends that's throwing it. Her name is Tiana Nicole. She's been on my show before. And it's a self-care event teaching you um, fitness. This, I'm going to be there speaking about mental health um, and just how to stay motivated and how to experience true freedom. They have an esthetician. They have a counselor, relationship counselor. And it's just going to be really, really good. So it's October 6th it's in California. You can find the flyer on my Facebook. My Facebook is Ariana Hamilton. Or you can find it on my social media on Instagram at I am Ari. I underscore am underscore Ari. I don't know if I should start a Freedom Martyr Instagram. You guys let me know. I'm kind of on the fence with it because I have two Instagrams. I have my fitness and my personal. But I'm wondering if I should start a Freedom Martyr Instagram. If you have any thoughts about that, definitely let me know. But I'm so glad you guys listened in today. I hope you can join me in California October 6th. It's a self-care event. It's going to help you, empower you in every aspect. You heard all the amazing um, titles and people that are going to be there and speaking and the different subjects we're going to touch on. It's a panel of, I want to say, four of us, four different ladies and um, things that we're going to touch on. So definitely come out, support, visit. You can find the um, the flyer on my social media. Um, and, I, and the tickets are just $5, which is like nothing, you know. That's super easy. Come out, support. $5, bring a girlfriend. This is a self-care event. It's all about you. And it's going to be really, really amazing. See those amazing events. So you definitely want to be there. So I hope you guys enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your day today. Remember to experience every level of freedom that you can at the highest level you can. Share my podcast. Send it to somebody else. If it helps you, it can help somebody else. And I just hope that you guys have an amazing day and are on your way to true freedom inside and out. All righty, that's Freedom Riders for today. Y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. I'm not going to